Hey guys. Uh, good morning. Sorry about that, man. Nothing we can do about X rugging us. It's such a bummer, though. <laughs> X just keeps rugging. It's good to be on here, though. What's up, G Monk? Jed? Yeah, it's good to have you guys on here. Let's see if we can uh, if we can let people know. I'm gonna copy the new space. Um, I'll shut down my mic for a minute. You guys feel free to talk about battle plan in the meantime, but I'm gonna go around and try to put this new address where people might see it. All right, all right. I just threw it in the Pixel general chat. What's up with you, Jed? Uh, keeping busy. How you been? Good. Same here, man. I can't believe how far like the last few months have flown by. Like I was looking at some of my Discord DMs to like you and like some of the other like PV community members. I'm like, oh my god! Like the last like time I chatted was like a month ago, maybe, which feels like forever in crypto. Yeah, it's been a while since we got caught up. It's probably the last spaces. Seriously, I know. <laughs> I gotta, it's crazy. Like I, I look. I, I've been trying to do. Uh, Twitter spaces like for Pixabot stuff and battle plan. Like I, I had like this whole, you know, map uh, or strategy per se um, for content uh, that, you know, I don't know. It wouldn't be as cool as like YouTube videos, but I, I love utilizing spaces, like, you know, the audio style of it, it being so scalable and then maybe, uh, you know, tagging some of these videos, which we'll pin to here. But man, like it's been so busy. Like I think uh, hosting spaces is like another part time job in itself. So props to everyone that's been creating such great uh content because it's amazing i remember like when we were you know getting these little snippets of like battle plan uh we all sort of thought that the content that would come out of battle plan would be so great and like would be easily marketable and it's like 10x what i expected like we're seeing like so many new creators just born out of this and like all the content pieces are just like you know, it seems like it's coming from like some AAA studio, which itself a Pixel Vault might be becoming, you know, so I don't know. I'm really proud of what I'm seeing and I need to spend a lot more time playing Battle Plan myself. Yeah, I mean, Titmouse did a great job with all the graphics, that's for sure. Yeah. All the art. Oh my God, it's insane. Like the level of detail, it's crazy. Let's, let's, uh, let me go pin some stuff up here so some folks that join in uh, that are new to our community can kind of see what we're talking about. And actually, today there's been a, a couple new little updates to the game, right? I don't know. I haven't been following today, but we should get like RDL maybe. Or yeah. Goose. Hey, Goose is in the Let's audience. Let's go. <laughs> Let's get these guys up here. Hey, so once again, we got rugged by X on our original space. Glad you guys found us on the, the new one that we set up on the fly. Von Mock is here uh, running things, and Jed is kicking butt on the battle plan of course because he's a mutant and that's what mutants do right um anyway the new things that i've seen on there man i've been playing all morning like trying to level up so that i can collect those player rewards it's very cool what is happening mm -hmm. dude every, everything is speeding up more and more like if and that's the cool thing right like uh, i remember g funk you know alluding to this very early on where you know the game itself is built to like you know uh, be in favor of the people that are going to spend the time and really like have a strategy. Right. And if you're kind of like taking a week off here, taking a week off there, like you can still have loads of fun playing battle plan. Uh, but you can definitely tell that like things keep changing, you know, new little like facets to the game keep developing. So I, the more dedicated players are definitely the ones that are working their way up the leaderboard. Like there's no like, you know, cheat code to this thing. Not from what I can see at least. Oh, I've been getting my ass kicked all morning. 
Like it, there was one where I lost seven in a row and I was just like, Oh my God, man. I thought I, I thought I knew how to equip, but apparently I can not. literally feel my blood pressure rise when I lose. I can like feel it. Like I'm like, man, like it, it feels like I'm actually getting into like a real world fight. It's nuts. That's the next innovation. Okay. So the next innovation mm-hmm. is a glove that actually reaches out and punches you in the face when you lose. And that's what that's, you know, IRL. That's right. R- right there. What up, Outer? It's been forever since I've seen you up here. I know. I, uh, I'm i now free. Hi. <laughs> yeah, it's been really exciting to be able to be back in spaces and reconnect with the community. Um, the last week has been like a bit of a crazy blur. I've been ironically busy, but like in the best way possible. Um yeah, I haven't. So I have deliberately have not played like the, the whatever the latest iteration is. I've not participated in, but I've played the previous yeah, one, no. which I really enjoy. I, I love how Divide, who I invited, he should be here somewhere. Divide was like, oh, you know, I keep winning. I keep winning. And I'm like, bro, w- like, what are you doing exactly? So then we compared notes and the guy's playing on easy and I'm <laughs> and I am not. And I'm like, yeah, OK, of course you're winning like six in a row. <laughs> Try playing. He's like, I'm on God <laughs> level <playing>. right now. <laughs> yeah, like pick a different setting than easy and uh, and tell me and tell me how you do. Um, but yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm excited to to dive into whatever these updates are. Um, I just uh, I haven't had a chance to yet, and I I kind of just want to like I I usually the screen record those things, so I'll screen record my my first uh, impressions. But yeah, I'm pretty stoked. Yeah, I mean, we got also, also high moonlings. I don't think I, I mean, I, I have a moonling, divide as a moonling, our son has a moonling, but I don't think I've officially met the moonlings account. Howdy. Oh, hey, this is uh, We're this, all is, this is G Monk, um, CD G Monk was the name I kind of gave myself as a as a joke, but um, <laughs> CD and uh, and also Jed's here, Jed's uh, Jed's part of the moonlings team as well. Uh, we don't have Juicy Jama right now is down with adult chicken pox, so he's not going to be joining us. Oh. But our, our heart, what? Our heart oh goes my god, out to him. that sucks! Yikes! Yeah, I I love Juicy Jama. I worked with him on hash masks, and I did. I previously worked at Hash Masks for a year and a half, and we did this double art drop, and I um I got him to to help me with just some of the crazy layering that we had to do. So I got to know him really well from from that and that was really amazing so yeah that's and then yeah i didn't even know actually it was it was it was him who who sent um our son uh the moonling which is yeah. which is super but divide and i got them like a while a while back anyways so yeah that's that's really amazing yeah i haven't i didn't know you guys were hosting community spaces but i also haven't been around i i worked um at yuga labs for the last seven months as the senior ux designer for um lotm's camp oh. um and then i was part of the layoff but I also, as a result, disappeared into the void and have not been around and really missed the community. So as you can probably hear my voice, I'm just so excited oh, to be back. Yeah, This is a sign. Maybe we get these spaces rolling again. Let's do it. Yes. And Divide, we see, I see Divide on here now, Mr. Easy Mode Maxi. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... <laughs> I call him Maxi. That's a harsh call out, man. <laughs> Hey, it's okay. I'm in the same mode. I gotta, I gotta jump in. It's been like a lot busy last few months for me. Uh, like, you know, we're gonna be two at Gandhi, so I will be dedicating my month of November to just jumping in battle plan full mode, 
and like working my way into it. But I can see like just like I'm keeping up the Discord, and like you can definitely see like certain players just really, really cranking it away and like becoming like the top, you know, I guess leaders just in the space. And not only that, but like Pixelball's done a great job of like bringing um, a lot of gamers. And I know or it was Orangey, right? Like I seen him playing, and he's had nothing but great things to say about Battle Plan and uh, quite a few other gamers. And it's cool because like. You know, it's still in that mode where it's like, you know, if you know, you know, sort of like community. Um, obviously, like most mostly Pixel Maxis. Um, and but now like you can see like quite a few other community, you know, communities and community members rolling through and loving what they're seeing. So really cool signs. And I obviously uh, PV seems to be fine tuning everything as they go along, you know. So, yeah, but let's let's hear about some of like the new drops. Uh, Goose, we're sort of honored by your presence up here today. That was a cool surprise. Uh, anything we should know? I don't know. I can't hear you right now. I can't hear you either. Looks like probably Twitter has been. Oh, no, I said the bad word. X has been going crazy today. Oh, man. Could be the bubble gum. I don't know. All right. Maybe, maybe we can uh, maybe drop out and, and come back up. Because yeah, yeah, we'd love yeah. to hear about the <laughs> updates for sure. Yeah. So, like, Divide, what have you thought so far? Oh, man, easy mode is, like, the best mode. Like, <laughs> I know. It's, like, so good. You can, like, get into it just to, like, convince yourself that you're, like, learning it. So you have, like, you know, and then, like, look at the different options. And, and then, like, you get, like, a win every mm – -hmm. for me, it's, like, 50% of the time on easy mode, which is probably nothing to brag about. <laughs> Bro, honestly, easy mode is underrated. If you ever need like a little mental health boost, you just jump on battle plan easy mode and you are just feeling great at the end of the day. But that's yeah, what exactly. a therapist should be recommending. That's that's the way of just beating down your problems, you know? Yeah, I'm not here to lose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on. As long as you know what's happening. Like, you know, I hear him in the other room and he's happy and I'm ready to punch my, wow, wow, my right. computer monitor. Way to monitor spoil and, somebody's and I, mood. Way to spoil somebody. He's on cloud nine. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm just like, oh, what mode are you playing on? Easy mode. I'm like, oh, bro, you can't. Like... <laughs> It's okay. So what you're all saying is the alpha is to just play easy mode and be happy instead of playing the other modes and being sad. I don't know if everybody played easy mode. I don't know how that would start matching up. Like then it would just mm. kind of get hard for everybody, wouldn't it? It would still work out as long as some people are are good and others are bad, basically. Um, and as long as there's people worse than you, there there will be an easy mode for you, even if everyone's playing easy mode. <laughs> Something to that effect. Funny question. So I guess funny answer. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like yeah, socialist mode. <laughs> Just yeah. Oh my god! god. <laughs> no comments. Maybe I'm in the upper echelon of the people that all choose easy mode only. <laughs> you keep telling yourself Could that. Okay, divide. Oh my god! So tubes. Uh, well, we got you and Goose up here. Like, what are like the coolest things you guys have noticed so far with like just like this early sort of like player stage? Like anything like you picked up that you've said, you know, hey, this is not how we thought it'd come out to be. So let's alter some things. Or is there a lot of that? Like, what are your thoughts? Um, well, I will say that like usually games have like an hour of play testing per play tester. You guys have been doing a lot more than an hour of gameplay, so have been been able to give like a lot of really meaningful feedback. So, so yeah, a lot of that has been been taken into account. I think in the Discord, there's like a giant list of all the balance changes that went in there. That was definitely a combination of Andrew and Aaron playing, and then of course all the feedback that's been been getting provided there. 
Um, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of feedback on some of the newer flows you guys are playing with now, like the the battle pass flow and the skill equipping and stuff like that. So yeah, we'll we'll keep iterating as you guys continue to provide feedback. Yeah, I mean that's one thing that is like you don't even have to be like on the back end of things to see how much time people are spending on this. Like just hop into Discord. And like, especially in this type of market still, I know like, you know, there's, you know, some life being, you know, breathed into like NFTs right now. Uh, but still like most discords out there and communities are like still like, you know, kind of quiet. But if you go to just Pixel Vault's discord right now, it's just nuts and mostly full of battle plan stuff, you know, um, just people like play testing it, talking about their experience, like bragging, all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's literally what everyone sort of imagined the culture to be like and more so. Hats off to that and all the players just like pushing through and uh, I guess giving, you know, you guys all the data you need to fine tune this thing. And it's crazy too, because I've noticed that like the graphics are just like, I mean, we, we've seen them trickle through, but like it is like, there's been, I, I don't think I've seen any sort of like constructive criticism at all. It's like everything people have imagined, if not more. So like great job to like everybody involved on the team. Hey, so I got to ask, did anybody like jump in with the, the new stuff and you jumped in there and you were like doing your loadouts and kind of looked and was like, oh my God, where's my skills? Why don't I have the skills that I want? It took me forever to figure out how to get to my profile to see that I had to claim my skills. Um, I'm super lame though, but did, did anybody else run into that? Also, I think now it, the announcement said that we're actually getting the skills as NFTs now, right? So these are girly network um, NFTs. Is that right? Uh, so the skills are on Arbitrum Nova, but I, I do hesitate to, to say that without also giving the caveat that they, they're still functionally testnet NFTs. The GG inside of them is not real GG. Um, it's going to be a completely different set of contracts and different NFTs and different GG and so forth when it goes live. So they are kind of as close to the real thing as you could get without it being the real thing. That's beautiful. Um, it's going to be a pretty wild day when the real thing starts to appear. <laughs> I mean, everybody's so like uh, entrenched in it already and so close to it. So it really feels like that to be the case right now. Uh, the FOMO is just building up more and more. I think when the real thing comes out, I'm going to switch to medium mode. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're in route for a rude awakening, sir. <laughs> I'm just playing. So uh, Jed and uh, G Monk, like, I mean, obviously there's been, you know, a lot of like playtesting going on with Battle Plan, you know, on, you know, Battle Plan itself, which is on, you know, Reboot, um, like any sort of like a uh, pathway for the Moonlink stuff. Do you want to take this CD? No, I was going to, I'll defer to you, Jed, go for it. Yeah, I mean, well, we're excited about what's coming up with Battle Plan, but we're also excited about Reboot in general. And we, I don't want to give away too much here, but we have been talking with uh, Pixel Vault and Goose about how we can work together moving forward once um, you know everything is launched. Um, and also, uh, this might be a surprise <laughs> to Goose too. We've been, um, I don't know if I'm supposed to reveal this, but uh, what the hell, drop some alpha. No, we've been talking to um, Leo from the, everyone knows from Pixel Vault community uh about uh some additional games that um we want to move forward for moonlings so we'll keep you all updated once we have some more solid information yeah so that's so awesome. far we haven't uh we haven't been able to convince you know pixel vault to put moonlings on battle plan yet 
but we're still we're still working that. We would still love to see some like tiny little guys out there kicking butt, maybe stacked up two on top of each other. Yeah, little uh, add-ons. I don't know, so many possibilities. But I mean, the cool thing is, is like you know, obviously Re- reboot is like an arcade you know system, right? So like you you want to have you know multiple games at some point because right now I think the appeal for me at, at least with Battle Plan is it's like a game that you. I don't know I, you can never get tired of it, whether it's like, you know, sometimes when you get some free time on your hands, you just want to jump in there, play like we were like, you know, making fun of it earlier. There's a little mental health boost, like just something to like see some cool graphics, get that competitive vibe going, you know, especially when the rewards start kicking in. Like it's just that, you know, that whole vibe. I, I don't know. There's so many other similar games that we've had in our you know, lifetime that, you know, have provided that too, um, and just forms of entertainment. So but it's a whole arcade experience, right? So you can come in, maybe pick Battle Plan, maybe pick this Moonlink thing or whatever else, you know, G-Funk and the team are working on collaborations with and partnerships. So um, that's the whole beauty of just Battle Plan and Reboot, right? It doesn't just end at this one game. It's like this sort of infinite experience and like sort of your play test, or not your play testing, but your playing of it will inevitably lead to like some sort of like investment in the whole grand scheme of things. So I don't know. Nothing like it to this point. Um, so pretty pumped up to see how things uh, uh, go through. Yeah, I'd like to hear what games people want to see on Reboot. Do we have any suggestions, ideas? <laughs> okay, you already got my suggestions. Uh, hey, Goose, Goose Eggs, I see that um, that you've joined us back up on the stage. Let's see if your mic's working now. Hopefully we got you. You guys hear me? Yes. Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay. Hey, yeah. Thanks for uh thanks for hosting. I appreciate that. Well, as you know, we love Battle Plan. We love inhabitants and we're just super super glad to have you here. And um maybe could you tell us a little bit about the updates that came yeah. out? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've been I I mean, I can't describe how hard the team's been working. Like um just uh, like Chuba was saying, like this outpouring of feedback and, you know, data that we're getting. Um, it's really helping shape sort of, you know, where, where we, uh, you know, where we put the effort in and hopefully it shows um, the big updates, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of like UI, UX tweaks and tunes to make some things clear. Um, Andrew, the designer made a big balance pass um, with control um, so that we can get, you know, the meta a little you know, switched up a little bit because we kind of landed at a meta that was um, solved. Like the game got solved a lot faster than we thought it would. Um, and then the big, the big update is just the structure, the whole flow around the vault, and um, being able to start with your initial loadouts or your initial um, starting bundle, and then grind or play through to try and unlock stuff on the, these tracks. Um, so that's going to be a big part of the strategy and the you know, the shape, the meta as people uh, play the game. So those tracks are, um, it's a procedurally generated battle pass, which I don't know if I've ever heard before, you know, but the idea there is um, every player has potentially a different, you know, ordering of things that they could get. Um, And so, you know, depending on, you know, which battle pass you got, um, it might change how you play. It might change how you approach the game, your strategy, um, and, you know, obviously you could see ahead and sort of plan like, oh, if you're, you know, you see something you really like, you can get to it in the full release, you'll be able to re-roll it. Um, and so that will also be kind of play into the strategy. The other big update, um, some people are going to notice is you can have multiples of the same loadouts. 
Um, so, you know, multiple strongholds, multiple medic, multiple, you know, crack shot. Um, and so we're, we're excited to see how that changes the strategy. Cause obviously in the previous play test, um, I think you would just have, uh, 12 of the 15 loadouts that were randomly distributed. Um, now you could have, you know, multiples of all of the 15 loadouts, uh, and everyone will have a different subset of them depending on, you know, sort of, sort of what they got. Uh, so I, I think, uh, the meta is going to be a lot more complicated to solve, uh, and it'll evolve. And so that's sort of what, from my point of view, that's what I want to see is, um, instead of, kind of having one meta that gets solved there's like waves of meta that emerge as people unlock new loadouts and new possibilities and start exploring exploring the opportunities created by having different you know duplicate loadouts um so yeah i mean th there's a lot um and you know it's gonna it's i think it's gonna be exciting and hopefully so far you know other than um you know, we've seen a lot of good good feedback on it and you know a lot of their little bumps obviously because they're still in testing mode but um that that's really helpful too to iron all that out as well can you, can you talk a little bit more about like you know solving these metas like is there usually like you know one best way of going about it uh or making your way through to the top spot or like normally is there like multiple paths of like a good strategy um yeah it, like so the idea is that um, there is not one solution. You know, the idea is we kind of have like a m massive rock, paper, scissor thing going on. And even within the loadouts, there's like mini rock, paper, scissors going on. So if you're making choices and you're kind of understanding sort of what the pool's doing or the population tends to be doing, um, you can adapt, you know, the loadouts that you choose or how you play certain loadouts to give yourself an edge um, and then also just your, your, your preference in terms of like solving it. Um, you know, that's, I, I've been surprised like the way that I play this game. Um, it, I, I've seen like control and Andrew and a lot of the folks that are like, I've been watching a lot of the streams, like the way that other people go about it. You know, I, I, it would not have come to me to think about it in that way. Um, but I, uh, I like seeing that. That's what I like to see is like, well, um, there's no right way to play battle plan. Uh, everyone's kind of got, depending on your strategy or your take on it, um, you know, you can get ahead and you can learn more from the game um, and then, you know, come back to it and try something different. It's the idea is that it never feels stale um, and that you can be successful. There's not one way to be successful that, you know, if you can try a certain way, it can work out for you. But then if you get bored, you can try a different way. And, you know, that'll probably work for you as well. And then, you know, obviously paying attention to what other people are doing is like the meta of the meta. Um, and I think that's the players that are really going to hit the top slots. That's they're going to be aware of. They're not going to only not understand, understand how all the different loadouts work in the brawlers. They're going to understand what other people are playing and how other people are uh, thinking about the game, because it's really who you meet in the pool that's going to determine which loadout matters at any particular round. That's super cool. And it's pretty amazing because in most of like the NFT games we've seen up to this date, like it feels like it's like, hey, if you do this, then this is going to happen. Right. So m do more of this to win um, versus like what we've seen with battle plan. And like like you alluded to, you know, control, like I'm watching his videos which is absolutely insane the way he looks at things and builds stuff out. But yeah, uh, outer. Did you have something? 
Yeah, I have a couple of questions for Guz, actually. Um, the first one is related to kind of strategy around the game. And I don't know if you heard me say I haven't played the new update yet um, on purpose. I kind of just want to have like a time to screen capture it and just go through it. But just even still based on the old one, one of the difficulties that, that I have as someone who has not been kind of keeping up with strategy in terms of like Discord or what other people are posting, so just kind of playing it on my own, Um I don't know how to level up properly based on what I have actually selected, nor do I know the strategy behind the kind of loadout to select as I add subsequent brawlers. So so I'm wondering, my question is, will there be a guide that will cover some of this more in depth? And is that something that that, that that PV will provide? Or is that something that you're kind of hoping the community will put together as they keep playing? Uh, yeah, that's a great question. Um, a little bit of both, honestly. Um, like, there's already materials out there that, um, or streams out there that are, you know, comprehensive in terms of, you know, at least the previous metas strategies and, you know, how to play it. I mean, I think there's, you know, the idea of publishing as a company a strategy guide that tells people, you know, this is how you win. Like, I don't, I don't think that's for PV to do. Um, we'll definitely be putting out more information about you know how to read the skills and how to think about the stats and um kind of like what leveling up the significance of leveling up um but like or, or like you know how the attribute skills are assigned like so things that determine um sort of why things are set up that way and how they work like that's 100 percent in our court um but when it, when it comes to like you know how do you win <laughs> Uh, I think we would, you know, we would like stay out of that and let the community sort of, um, you know, come up with their own solution because, uh, you know, it's going to change. And, you know, what is a winning strategy? I mean, that's I mean, hopefully, like, you know, based on what I was saying before, um, there shouldn't be a winning strategy. Right. There, there shouldn't be um, a way, you know, like, oh, you have the set of loadouts and you'll definitely lose if you don't play it exactly like this. Um, that's a bug that we would have to fix. Um, there's, you know, you can get the set of loadouts and like, oh, you know, there are interesting features about how these loadouts um, might interact with each other. Um, and, you know, maybe watching a stream or reading up on them and like you can kind of puzzle solve within the loadout by reading what they're doing. Um, to me, that's part of the game. Like that's part of the fun. And I wouldn't want to take that away from anyone. But no one should feel confused. No one should not understand what um, any, any like significant part of the mechanics, you know, how they're meant to work. Um, so I think there's a fine line between like, you know, instructions versus, you know, this is how you win. <laughs> that we'll have to we'll have to walk, and the community, I'm sure, will provide plenty of support there as well. That's awesome. Thanks. And then my second question is around the leaderboard, and I. I actually, I, I'm looking at the leaderboard now and I'm pretty sure it's the updated one where I see that it's displayed as wins and losses. And I see that the person on top has less wins than the person below them. Um, and I think before, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, I, don't, I don't see the old one anymore, but so the leaderboard isn't just about the number of wins it's now about um how many times the player has played as well so it's kind of um like it's corrected for that or it's altered for that 
or, or and, and and was it just based on wins before? I guess what I'm trying to say is, is there like a, is it about how many times someone gets to play and that kind of dominates the leaderboard versus it being calculated based on somebody just coming in and winning constantly? And like, is there a weight, like, is there, is there a weight on that? I'm just curious about like what calculations are for the leaderboard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Uh, so yeah, I think we need to show that better. Um, so the way that the battle points are calculated, it's right now they, um, the battle points are rewarding you for being, um, for pushing yourself, for trying to do like kind of like be risky, be trying to challenge yourself basically. And so wins on hard mode, they're worth more, right? Losses on hard mode. You hear that divide? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Loud, loud. Losses on hard mode can actually be worth more than wins on some of the other modes and so that's something that we need to balance but the leaderboard is not a good reflection of that like it's not showing explaining that very well um and so we're we'll, we're going to be looking at you know how to make that clearer um but the idea is so that you know the battle points equation is set up to you know reward people challenging themselves like trying to pin punch above their weight class uh, so people that are scoring wins or at least attempting to do challenging things, they get credit for that. Um, and then as part of that, like persistence, right? So if you're, you know, if you're playing more and tend to be winning harder battles, like you'll, you'll float up. Um, but that's also not to say um, it is normalized for your rating. So even if you're kind of a newer player, but you tend to be punching above your weight class and, tend to be winning you you have a kind of equal chance of rising in the ranks as someone that's a high high rated player and doing that um and so the idea is that everyone can kind of play together there is definitely some tuning there um and you know that's something that we're you know we're focused on so that's we want to make sure that we get all the features done and then there's fine tuning that we need to find sort of the right balance and then also communicate that better to the players so that's on the in the next round of updates for sure hey look <laughs> i totally get what it takes to put something out this has been an incredible you know test um environment and test release so far so huge applause for like even getting us this far um i look forward to what's next but yeah completely understand kind of that everything is a priority all at once and at some point you just have to do what you have to do so yeah no absolutely um that's yeah i'm i'm excited i'm excited to dive into whatever this new this new mode is but i'm not i'm not doing it quite yet so i'm i'm hearing spoilers already about about minting loadouts so i'm like oh okay <laughs> this uh, this sounds super fun thanks for answering my questions yeah, of course of course thank you good great questions as usual I think it's like, you know, right now we were just talking about the culture of uh, everybody sort of sharing information, making sure like, you know, everyone's up to speed so they can play the game at their you know best potential. Do, I mean, do you think there's going to be like a lot of changes to that? Like when there's, you know, stuff on the line now with like the actual, you know, on-chain gameplay? Have you guys thought about that? Um, yeah, I mean, we've seen that evolve a little bit just in, in, in the mm -hmm. play test. Like you know, there's some people... Uh, you know, just in random messages, you know, they are playing kind of closed lips and uh, close to the vest and trying to get, you know, out of band help or, you know, advice. 
Um, but, yeah. And then there's also a lot of like meta copying because you can just, you know, especially with um, the mm -hmm. tool where you can record video sessions, which is something that, you know, we had, we had planned on releasing as part of season two, something similar to that. Mm -hmm. um, and so from my perspective, like that, I like that. Like, I like people to have full knowledge, right? Like, a, you know, chess or whatever. Mm. Like, yeah, you know, um, it's a hard, it's a complicated game. And so you should have be equipped. There shouldn't be like secrets per se, um, mm -hmm. but there's more to it than just knowing, ex you know, there's like, if like, what is like my, my uh, dad used to say, like, if you have a grandmaster chess player, you know, come up and make one chess move for you. Like that doesn't necessarily advance your game. Um, yeah. And might confuse you even more. Um, so, mm -hmm. you know, I'm all for, you know, that's in, again, like I've been part of the chess community and that was one of the big um, kind of resurgence in chess was people sharing and talking about it and, um, you know, making it more of a community sport rather than a, you know, just the kind of like, you know, single player thing. So, um, yeah. but you know, there's, uh, we haven't announced the prizes yet, but there's gonna be some stuff on the line where, you know, there, there might be a limit to that, which, you know, I think is good as well. So, um, like I know, like, you know, a chess player, like a grandmaster, like they don't share their preparation before a big tournament. Um, so I, I'm guessing there'll, there'll be a little bit of both going on. Yeah, exactly. And then also, you know, we were just talking about how, like, you know, uh, people have been figuring out sort of this current meta and, you know, you, you know, you guys updated it and whatnot. Like that's, that's part of the strategy too, right? If you're a player and you start to realize that you're, you know, figure out this meta really well, you, you want to exercise it uh, to the most degree to, you know, work your way up, get as many wins as possible, um, all that sort of stuff while you can. Right. Well, there's something interesting that was happening was that, um, that we were paying attention to is like, you know, there was kind of like a lot of, um, there's like one, you know, some metas that were found early that were just like, Oh, this is the way to play. This is the cheat code. And people would copy that meta into the pool. Uh, and then as that happened, someone found a new meta that defeated that old meta. And then it's just like, Oh, you know, and whoever that was, you know, they had a, they had a momentary advantage. They had like a time in the sun where it was just like, you know, you guys should have shouldn't have just been posting copy builds because there was a new meta waiting to happen or waiting to be discovered mm. that gives you an advantage. Which you know, in the kind of in a Web three game, you know, when we're live and there's like real tokens at stake, you know, there's a you know huge advantage in doing that. Um, and so yeah. that is kind of and so with the rewards track set up the way that it is. Um, and then obviously like the, the release of brawlers and, you know, we're, we're trying to find that right balance. The hope is there's like ongoing waves of that where like, oh, there's a trending meta that everyone's like, oh, this is the one way. And then someone has that moment, like the aha moment where they can get ahead of the crowd. Um, and so I, I think that's, that's good. That's, that's what we want. Yeah. And it's going to take some like real skill, like tenacity and just like, like hard competitiveness because what like when it happens it's you know very visible right like everybody's you know seeing this stuff as it happens um so to really like you know crack a meta and then like you know execute it to where you can like squeeze all the juice out of it you can um take so many you know things so props to whoever is able to achieve that sort of stuff yeah, yeah and it's also it's also got this all funny kind of um in like video game type behavior where whoever figures out the new meta is just sitting in there in the pool 
as like the mini boss or whatever of that meta till someone figures out something that defeats it. Uh, and so I don't know. I think that's just a fun, you know, it, natural thing that happened as a result of how it's set up that, you know, makes it even more mm. fun experience. Yeah. So like it'll, I mean, like these screen recordings and all that sort of stuff will be like very useful to analyze to figure out like how these people got into those pools. Right. Um, or they're just kind of like camping out or yeah. I guess not. I see the balance. Yeah. Interesting. And there was, there's also um, the way the pools are aligned. Like if you think about how the rating system and maybe this is like too much alpha because we're, this is something that we're trying to smooth out a little bit. But if there is someone that becomes the boss of the meta, like that rating pool, that echelon of player, their builds move mm-hmm. slower. They get cycled out slower because there's fewer people at that rating that when you get to that rating that you can match against. Uh, and so it means that they stick around longer and they're, they can, and that can make them vulnerable. That can make the pool vulnerable if the meta changes or if a new meta gets, gets found. But um, it just becomes kind of interesting because, you know, they, they basically like de facto king of the king of the hill till, you know, someone cracks their code. Until they're yeah, not. exactly. Until, and then it's like clear, then you get to become that king of the hill basically. <laughs> That's wild. So it's, it kind of ebbs and flows no matter what you're looking at on the leader. Like the leaderboard is like something and, you know, something else, right? It's like, you know, who's been putting like this dedication in and winning and whatnot, but like the current sort of king of the hill, you know, really changes like moment to moment, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the leaderboard is really a reflection of who's adapting to that the best. It's just like noticing, noticing the people changing yeah. and uh, adapting with it. That's cool. And then like, you know, all these, I mean, maybe this is might be too much alpha or, but like, you know, like the prizes that could potentially come later, is it a combination of like working your way up the leaderboard or is it more of like, you know, getting into these, you know, King of the Hill scenarios? Um, well, for now, for this release, it's going to be like, we'll have like, um, we'll have buckets on the leaderboard so that, you know, everyone will yeah. have a chance to get some something good and you're you know, mainly competing against yourself and like the top 10% mm. for that super high prize. But this phenomenon okay. of like the people becoming mini bosses, like we didn't expect that. Um, and so I think for that season one, that, you know, I think community tools or, you know, show highlighting that, I mean, we'll probably do the best that we can to sh- showcase some of that stuff. But in season yeah. two, um, you know, we we might want to double down on that a little bit and make that more visible. Because if you're playing, it becomes very noticeable. Like, oh my god, I'm always meeting this guy after round X because you know he's got some meta that's uncrackable right now. Um, like people who play it, they feel it. Um, but I think making that a recognized part of the game somehow, I think, would be cool. Man, this is exciting. I mean, and like everyone's already sort of in it, building this experience level. So if you haven't had a chance to play battle plan and you want to, you know, work your way into these, you know, this top 10% prize pool, then right now is a good time. I have a confession to make. I'm playing right now. Yep. <laughs> 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 so I'll, I'll certainly be playing tonight. Hey, so I'm playing right now and I actually just experienced what Goose mentioned a while ago. And, and I, I think this is new. Like the fact that you can actually stack traits to get like sort of super traits is something I haven't experienced before. And I'm, I'm a little obsessed with it now. Like you get three of like say precision shot, and then you can actually stack those. Um, 
when you're doing mm -hmm. your loadout. Could you do that before? Yeah, that was before. Oh, no wonder I sucked so bad. Like, I was getting my ass kicked <laughs> all the time. I still am, but okay. Yeah, that was an important strategy last the last update. <laughs> It wasn't like 100% obvious, to be fair, that you could do that. You kind of just had to assume that that happened. Like you had to like faffle that one. <laughs> because either you were in the in the part where you're like, I'm not, why would I have the same thing? And you wouldn't go for it. Or you were like, wait a minute. <laughs> I Yeah, like, I don't, I don't remember how divide you and I figured it out. Yeah, I, I think you're, that's actually spot on. I think it was a faffle kind of thing. Yeah, unless you're. Yeah, like, I, I remember sorry. getting pretty frustrated at the very beginning because I was just like, "How do you get this?" Like, and I was trying everything, and then like, yeah, then it, then I figured it out, and then it was amazing. We added, I think we added in this update. Um, we added, you know, when you mouse over, when you have a second, it'll show like a tooltip that shows that you can expand to it. So hopefully that helps. But yeah, cheat code. <laughs> well, I'm I'm usually Divide. you know two steps behind the other moonlings, so that's all right. <laughs> oh my god you should see the video i made of myself first time ever playing battle plan i didn't find the battle button and it's really funny i'm gonna post it at some point like divide and i are both playing it first time who's has seen it or at yeah. least he may have it is embarrassing Hilarious. af but it's so funny <laughs> it is the funniest thing i'm like maybe i click on the character maybe i click here and we're both like trying to figure Ultra it out cold start <laughs> You're so kind, making me feel better. Okay, let me ask another question that may be obvious. Uh, so I've been wondering if there's a way to actually like weight your skills, like you know when you're actually when you're actually in the battle to have maybe um, fifty percent of one skill, twenty five percent of another, twenty percent of another, or and twenty five percent of the other. Is there a way to do that yet, or is there any plan to do something like that? I don't. I don't think I entirely understand what you mean. Like weight them. In terms of your how they're equipped to your characters, yeah. So, so when you're when you're using your skills, I'm I'm assuming that they get used randomly. They don't just get used sequentially in order. So it, it's sort of a random number picks which skill to to put. Or oh, is, oh, is that right? When you're watching the brawl, um, yeah. No, it's not random. Um, the the cooldowns of the skills determines when they fire, and then it's also the range that they're at. Um, and so the the brawler tries to get you know whatever skills kind of on deck he tries to get in range um, you know to to trigger it, and then the basic skill the one that's uh, auto equipped kind of determines their like default range because that's the range they like to operate in. Um, so it's not it's not random. Um, it's sort of based on the design of the skill. Uh, they'll fire the the brawler will fire it off when it becomes available to fire. And they meet the conditions, which is like, you know, range and, you know, the targets close enough and all that good stuff. So before the battle, drag your drag your guy a little further away if he's got a bigger range. Yeah. Uh, and then, but I mean, like, if you like a particular skill, you can multiple equip it. So, you know, if you like, um, I don't know, like explosive shot, you can equip it twice. And that's just like all that guy will do is just like, you know, bam, bam. Any chance I have to use a skill, I'll use that one. So you can do that. It becomes really obvious why I keep losing. Um, okay, but I do want to remind everybody in the audience that we can bring you up on the stage. You can ask your questions that probably won't be as silly as mine. 
And uh, we want you to have this opportunity to come up, share your, your experience, share your skills, share your alpha. And if you have questions, you can come up and ask. Just throw your hand up and we'll get you up here. Yeah. I, have one, I have one thing I just want to uh, just either comment or ask. I don't know if it's a ask or a comment, but uh, one thing that I've found that I really want is for the, uh, for the different skills to have, like to be able to see them like bigger or like see them like, you know, larger art and, and bigger text so that like you can like sort of live in that skill for a bit and like really study it. I kind of like view it as like, you know, a, a magic card or something where you can like lift it up and look at it and you see the you see the quote, you see the stats, you see the description, mm -hmm. you see the picture. And in this, unless something's changed, like I'm kind of like squinting at like my side of the screen, like looking at these tiny little skills and like sort of comparing, contrasting. And I have this like this hidden wish that someone in the community would like make some big explorative, like uh, large format way of looking at it or that uh, that the game would like make it like easier to to like expand it out and like really study it to like be like oh this is my favorite skill and kind of kind of like get into it a bit more I, I don't know I just it's not really a question more of a do comment. you mean you just want bigger modals <laughs> for the skills the pop-ups yeah I mean that'd be great but like just like you know like these are like really cool individually right and then you're just like oh yeah this thing like creates burning and like has this much power up and you're just kind of like it's such a small aspect like you know looking at it it's so small and you're just like this is the coolest thing like you know i love the idea that you're minting some of this like but like they're they're very very cool and like uh and the, like the art and the description is like a huge uh uh positive force of this game mm -hmm. Yeah, I 100% agree. I think we'll we'll we're gonna do like a revamp uh, as part of the season two. It's just we had a lot to land this season, um, but yeah, 100 percent, 100 Just a comment. Yeah, 100 agree. <laughs> High maintenance divide over here. <laughs> just kidding. A uh, goose. <laughs> So Goose, like, I mean, from your experience, I mean, you know, you've been in quite a few spaces now. I think most of the community knows very, you know, a lot about like your background and um, like what brought you into the Pixaball, you know, sort of a framework of the project. So like, like now the technicalities of this game, like how does it compare to anything you've worked on or played in the past? Um, yeah, it's just completely different. Um, I mean, so I've, you know, I've worked in traditional games and casino games and social games and mobile games, and it's not, it's not the same audience. Um, it's not the same expectation, uh, and yeah. it's not the same level of um, like you know, because like with a, and it's hard for me to put my finger on it, but um, you know, the fact that this is like you know a crypto native game, I mean, it has to be really technical. Right. So like no one's just like conquering this entire thing like you would see with like, you know, I think other games out there that, you know, it's are I guess not so, uh, you know, no chess, you know, uh, synergistic. But like, yeah, like I feel like this is a very like technical game, but at the same time, like you don't have to be a really technical person to actually enjoy it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the idea. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I think what it is is i mean that every game has technical challenges like there's always something that's you know sucks 
uh, especially if you're building games for new platforms. Um, but there's you know principles mm-hmm. you adhere to. I think in terms of what what we're trying to do with the battle plan and what you know gets me you know interested in you know why you know I think this is an interesting space and a place to be doing game design is it's not just the game right it's you have to consider the game is just kind of like the epicenter of this like community and this marketplace and yeah. um, kind oh, yeah. of like the meta of the not just the game but the you know community itself and then within the uh, you know kind of outside the community that kind of like whole ecosystem of web3 like um, it it all plays into kind of like how people approach it and how how they feel about yeah. it um, and so it become it's like really this um, you know cross world like the game affects you know what happens outside the game and what outside the game affects what happens in the game uh, and so yeah. thinking about mechanics and design in that way I think is really it's frightening honestly because there's so much dynamic so, so much dynamic and like seasonal behavior or just like you know whatever you know whatever SBF did this week that affects like actually the the, the game the, uh, you know kind of outside the community that kind of like whole ecosystem of web3 like um, it it all plays into kind of like how people approach it and how how they feel about yeah. it um, and so it become it's like really this um, you know cross world like the game affects you know what happens outside the game and what outside the game affects what happens in the game uh, and so yeah. thinking about mechanics and design in that way I think is really it's frightening honestly because there's so much dynamic so so much dynamic and like seasonal behavior or just like you know whatever you know whatever sbf did this week that affects like actually the the, the game um but it makes it exciting right it makes it interesting as a designer this feels like you know i get it i get a chance to play the game where it's just like you know i'm gonna put these things these rules in place and then you know open it up and see what happens like that's yeah, uh, that is nuts to think about, because like you know, most games in history, like you know, we like what we grew up on, are just like they're like their own little bubble, right? You go in there to sort of escape reality. Uh, but yeah, like these block blockchain games, you know, especially like what what brings a lot of the community to them is you know the crypto space. Obviously, like there's you know funds involved, uh, but also I mean there's the other side of the you know things where like yeah, it is you know similar to like history of our, you know, like the graphics, like your sort of like the character development, the storyline, all that kind of stuff. So it's a combination of all these things. So I can definitely uh, see that like from like, not just the technical aspect of like the game, but just like of who you're appealing to at any course of time. Well, I think that's, yeah, I think what you're kind of hitting on is like exactly like it's like as a designer or most designers, you know, they really want to control the experience. Like, so this kind of designing in a bubble, like you want to, Oh, I want to create this, you know, environment, the story and really immerse the player in my world and, you know, you know, have them play by my rules so that they have the kind of experience that I want them to do. But in this, it's actually interactive, right? Like the community, like the people on discord right now playing, like they are, building the game like deciding how the game plays as part you know just as much as i do um or you know our the team does and so you know by designing in a way that we can open it up and make it like really collaborative um like i said it's scary but it's also a a new way it's really like it creates like equal participation like it's kind of a conversation that 
um, you know, I, I don't know. I think it's that's that's what's interesting about it to me. Yeah, especially when things actually go, you know, fully on chain and there's like tokens at play, like why people deter, like why people do specific things are, you know, not so much to work their way up the leaderboard, but obviously, you know, maybe cash in and whatnot. So there are so many factors uh, that are always sort of like counterbalancing. Um, it's pretty cool because like, you know, we've seen this with like art uh, NFTs, right? Like things that are, you know, for example, the Opepin, you know, uh, a collection where the you know, these old peppins that are minted match different projects or things happening in, a, you know, current time, right? With like, the, I think the goggle or Apple goggle peppins, for example. Uh, but like what's happening on, you know, Battle Plan or in Reboot, it's some, it's a combination of like, obviously what, you know, the Pixel Vault team is trying to, you know, portray with like the graphics, like the storyline, the characters, but also like, it's a mix of like what's actually happening in like, in real life with Lisa crypto enthusiasts and whatnot so it's like a museum in itself yeah man it's like nothing else in web 3 it's like super exciting to watch it's incredibly exciting to be a part of um and we nobody really knows where it's gonna end up just because of what goose was talking about how it's like a collaboration between the community and pixel vault and the players it's it's awesome so happy to be a part of it yeah and i mean it's like right now the community is it's a it's still like relatively small compared to like where the, the end goal is, right? I mean, we don't even know where the end goal is, but like it's, you know, we're still like as an NFT community as a whole, pretty niche. And then you talk about NFT gaming, somewhat very niche too. So, um, and right now, like you guys are, you know, uh, working to, you know, create these metas and whatnot that are, you know, constantly developing. Um, but I, I feel like it's going to get a lot more uh, intense as a lot more adoption occurs, right, Goose? Or do you see it? Do you see it like sort of, you know, staying at the same level no matter what uh, the adoption occurs? Um, yeah, I mean, what I think, what well, at least what I am seeing and what I'm hoping is going on is like we're we're kind of creating this new kind of fun, right? Is just like okay, yeah. we found a a type of a way to play games and a way to um, you know exchange value through gameplay and community um, that creates this. Uh, experience that's new which is just like oh like you know someone sitting down and playing call of duty or you know hearthstone or whatever just cannot get at that kind of experience where it's uh you know a skill-based thing a you know entertainment-based thing a social thing and a financial thing all squished together Mm -hmm. um yeah so that is my hope is that you know you know we're, we're fixing we're finding that, like finding the fun, finding the right balance of all those things that um, feels inclusive, it feels, um, you know, productive and positive. And that when other, you know, people outside the community, you know, we, you know, we'll obviously do all the things to make sure that it's easy to get into the game, it's easy to, you know, start having this experience. Um, that mm-hmm. when the other gamers or other people that are interested in, you know, what we're doing with Battle Plan, um, get a get a chance to experience it. They'll be discovering something new that they want and that is exciting and creates you know um, you know more you know more momentum around it. Um, but then you know part of but I I, get, I think part of what is making it fun right it is that kind of close sense of being part of the action, you know having to pay attention, being participating in the community, having status within a community, um, like all those 
a lot of other games ha- obviously have those elements in various forms, but I think that this, um, mm-hmm. you know, what we have to share here will be broadly appealing, um, assuming that we're, you know, we're getting it right and that we're on the right path, which obviously I think we are. Yeah. No, definitely. I mean, like one thing I've, you know, really noticed is there's a bit of everything for everybody. Like, no, you know, matter like what you're, if you're a compulsive gambler, you're going to love it. <laughs> if you just, you know, love playing these like really technical games or if very competitive, you're going to love it. If you just, you know, I don't know, love the storyline or, you know, want something to entertain you on some downtime, uh, you're, you're loving it. Right. And like you said, I, I think the one thing that, you know, separates this from other games, like historically, right. Like, you know, communities have developed over this as a shared culture, right. It's, it all comes down to culture, but in this case, like, there's some sort of investment involved in it. And I think that's what takes it up another notch, right? Like when you're vested in something and that's like what blockchain gaming entirely is all about. And it's, you know, that's why it's so nuanced still. Um, and I think that's why you get these very like, you know, tight knit, or you can say, I guess, cultish communities, which takes it to another level. Cause before like, yeah, you're very passionate. You, you know, uh, there's like the, you know, you want to work to be the top person in that space and, you know, blah, 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 blah. But in this case, there's more on the line than just that alone. So exciting stuff to see. Butter, you want to? I think we got time for a little bit more. Yeah, uh, we're just talking about kind of like how this is potentially, you know, a game that that anyone in the community can play. Um, one of the things I think about a lot as a gamer is this notion of agency, right? And what a person when they pick up a video game psychologically wants to achieve in their life otherwise why would they give any of their life to it um shadow divide we've been spending a lot of time uh living in tears of kingdom (laughs) and one of the biggest uh pieces of agency for us as humans there is the ability to experience freedom unlike freedom before right so in your real life you may not have freedom to do whatever but all of a sudden you enter something like you know, Zelda and you're like, wow, I can go anywhere. This is crazy. Um, for some people, you know, they could be ego driven and the agency of being a leader or being a winner on top of something is the most important agency for them. What stands out to me um, the most so far about Battle Plan is that at least for me, I get a sense that the motivation and the values of its makers really, really had fun and innovation in mind. Um, And I think that that's such a huge, um, like, I think, compliment from, from, you know, whatever, for whatever it's worth, when, when I'm playing the game, and I'm experiencing it, I'm like, okay, this, this genuinely is fun. And what makes it fun is the fact that, for me, I get to experience the agency of thrill with the newness and all the new different possibilities every time I enter it, which is huge because it just doesn't mean that I'm going to have to be doing the exact same thing over and over again. And that randomness of it is is a big proponent of it becoming thrilling, which leads to fun. Another notion for me of agency is connecting with my community. And I secretly look and see like, will I be paired with someone I know? <laughs> because that that is a possibility and it's fun and and does is it mean it's going to happen not necessarily you know usually it's some random address i don't recognize but when i see an ens domain of someone i'm like ooh, <laughs> and 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 that that is a community connection that's that's built in just by virtue of of play you know making creating a game for you know on chain with wallets and including ens domains it's like 
it's not necessarily even a big ask, but it solves a big potential agency ask, which is a community connection. And then, of course, this prize and whatever else, you know, because there's always that like financial gain or cloud kind of agency as well. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I just just listening to it and, and, and having been playing it now for, for a bit, it's um, it's definitely evident to me that uh, fun and innovation were something that were a part of the values of the, the the makers that have now translated into all of these other agencies for us as players. Oh yeah, no, I completely agree. And I have noticed that even just in some of like the videos that we've seen like posted, I think I dropped something from a digital optimist, uh, you know, just seeing like the names on there of like, you know, people we know in this space and battle it out. And I think, especially when uh, there's stakes on the line, it's going to be funny, right? Like, you know, seeing one player take the grail or, you know, win that prize just by like, you know, a slight of an edge is going to fuel the storylines and stuff that we look back on. Kind of like how we look back on some of those moments, like, you know, the Punk's comic mint and like who pulled what and, you know, who was where when the, you know, Dow was formed and all that kind of stuff, right? Like it's, uh, it's just another level. And now it's part of a gameplay, which can be recorded on, uh, blockchain so pretty dope stuff and like you know it's it's barely getting started so if you're new to this i mean there's so much content out there now it's wild like i think before right you like there's all these spaces we were sort of you know having you know goose and some of like the pixel team up to talk about what's to come but now like all of it's just like out there to view um so yeah i definitely encourage everyone just to dive in or jump in the discord you know there's no stupid questions in there uh you're welcome to ask anything and like even just get up to speed so yeah we got to do more of these for sure, um, especially as we roll these things out. And I want to definitely involve some of that it gets video more. I, I like seeing what Digital Optimist has done. Um, I know Benny's been on like, you know, Twitch and whatnot. So uh, a lot of cool forms of getting this content in. And um, and it's still like, you know, obviously in this sort of, uh, I, don't know, I don't even want to call it a beta anymore, but, you know, like, you know, it's still like not fully out and about yet where like the stakes are high. But when that is the case, I think it's just going to go nuts. So uh, best get up to speed what you can. I'm excited to send it to some of my friends that aren't in the community just to like have them try it, but not yet. Oh yeah. No, I mean like, it's kind of crazy. Like I, 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 Goose, I remember like when you were just describing like the game and like what you guys were building, like I already knew it was going to be something of just perfection, just like the level of detail you described each of these things that, you know, and seeing it now it's, it's there. Right. And it's not just there, like, I've had, like, my wife, like, my brother, so many people actually play Battle Plan, like, the early, the earliest form of it, and they loved it, like, it was, like, addicting, like, I, like, I, I let them play, then we, like, you know, take turns, like, whoever can, like, I guess, make it through before getting the whole touch the grass aspect, right, but then, like, they didn't want to let it go, they wanted to kind of, like, not let me know that they lost, so they could just keep playing, you know, and that in itself right there just showed me, like, how, uh, you know, I don't want to say addicting, that's a terrible word, but like how fun this is going to be, especially when like it's going to introduce so many people to like the capabilities and NFTs. And then, you know, seeing how the inhabitants themselves get like, you know, more and more entrenched into it all and like all that kind of stuff. And obviously like the storylines that PV is built out already, like there's just so much to it. And I feel like we're at the tip, like the tip of the tip of the iceberg, you know, so pretty stoked about it all. And, you know, hats off to you guys as always. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, really appreciate it. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's having ideas and like talking about them and then having them manifest in any way and then having that recognized as like a 
like well that's what i'm in it for but it's unreal it feels like surreal so i'm i really appreciate it and i really appreciate the support and the the team has been like killing it um so you know i'm definitely going to go back and communicate that to them because you know there's there's a lot more than just me and chuba like this there's you know quite a lot of folks at pixel vault that are making this happen and, and you know see it uh for what it is and you know kind of you'll want it to be that that thing that is a shining light that brings people brings people in you know props props to the team like to battle through all like the you know tumultuous times of uh 2022 uh, and to make such big strides in 2023 is great and uh i mean i think there's very few teams in this space that like are still building at this level and to see you guys just like picking up more and more momentum um especially with all the collaborators and you know partners advisors and everyone that have just been coming on it's it's really cool to see um so yeah uh and thanks again to g monk uh jed the moonlink team for you know putting the spaces together i'm excited to get these things going more often especially as we uh you know get more down the rabbit hole yeah i think we should do it again how's two weeks sound to you you want to do it let's do it there you have it you guys we'll be doing this again in two weeks and um let's keep it regular because this has been the highlight of 2023 for me i mean at least in terms of the blockchain space there's there's nothing else that's compared with battle plan and how much fun we're all having with it this has been awesome you guys thank you so much but mock thanks for coming uh really you made this space happen today and much appreciation there and everybody that came and contributed and got on the space we're so happy that you came we're so happy you contributed and we're so happy that uh you gave me the chance to ask my my no stupid questions maybe stupid questions <laughs> yeah, anytime i love the outer divide jet everyone came on today that was really cool uh wasn't even that well organized with us like you know poking people in advance so really cool to see the ogs jump in if you look at out of banner, I was looking at it now, and, and the moon, the moonling is just uh, just on the on the left hand side. <laughs> it's in oh, there. Yeah, I see it. <laughs> you bet. Yeah, <laughs> I'm repping. <laughs> also, you even, got, you even got that. You even got that worm in there still, huh? Listen, the, bear, right? the worm is my favorite yeah. NFT project <laughs> of all time. You know why? Because yeah. you cannot buy it. And that's why I love it. Conceptually, it's the best. Well, <laughs> um, but... I can't buy any alien punks either, so. Fair enough. <laughs> um, I wanted to, to say something, though. Remember this. This is important. The only stupid question is the one you didn't ask. Aw. Did, uh, did Steve Carell say that in the office? Is that? <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> hey, uh, I got one more thing I want to say before we sign off, and I do see that Juicy Jama did come and join us in the audience. I invited him up here, but as I said, the guy's not feeling well. He's got chicken pox right now, adult chicken pox. So let's all send good healing energy towards JJ and, and get him better because we all love his work too. Spending all your way, JJ. Hope you feel better soon. All right, y'all. Have a good race for your Friday. Peace.